Dude, I haven't been on smell since I moved to town in 2013. I don't know what happened. You'll, yeah, he so says when it, you moved here, it just went it away. It just went away. He says he only can smell two things, and that's weed and pussy. Oh, yeah? That's it. And yeah. I only get one of those. So. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Grab the KY and get yourself ready. You got some slide to do. Oh, hang in now TL and the boys. Maybe some critters, too. So get your phone and get on the ground. Welcome back to episode 37 of the DM Monday podcast. We got Trey Bonner. Mitch is absent today. He's in Texas. Driving a Tesla. Yeah, driving a Tesla, filming some content for Big Superstar. But today's guest is Sam Grow. What's up, dog? What's, What's up, up, man? How you been? Good. That might be the greatest theme song of all time. You like that? That's uh, Ben Miller wrote that, and that's Cody Park singing. Strong. Yeah, that's strong. I love it. He wrote the jingle in like, I don't know, 30 minutes in the van. <laughs> and then Cody it. sang it in what, one take or something yeah, he said? Yeah, like two takes or something. Hell yeah. 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 That's crazy. Yeah. Well, what you been up to, dude? This is our actually first time to ever meet each other. Yeah. We actually yeah. only ever DM'd, ironically. But I've, yeah, I've listened to your music since 2017. Um, Thanks, bro. Uh, I'll Take the Blame. That Thanks, was my man. jam right there. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude. that was before I even moved to Nashville. And I was at one of the COVID shows that you did with Sarah in New Hampshire. That's right. Yeah. Uh, her son was pretty boss at Cornhole. Yeah, he was. You know. Uh, yeah, man. Just been making music. And you said torn. you just got back from Muscle Shoals. What were you doing there? Yeah, writing. Yeah. Uh, so the new record I have coming out, uh, I've been going down there a ton and, and writing just to kind of catch some of the mojo. Here in town, it's just gotten hella la like yeah so i like to try to be out in the cut are you recording down there yeah okay yeah so i'm gonna cut i cut like a few here just to like get a few singles out but at i'm fame? Gonna cut, yeah i'm gonna be cutting that's fame. awesome yeah uh who else has been uh rob's been doing a record down there mm-hmm. a lot, honestly a lot of people keep going down there yeah. now uh, hopefully not too many people uh, do they have like uh, a session band down there or how does that work you yeah well guys honestly cats. a lot of the national guys yeah. love to go down uh, yeah. i have a certain band that i like to work with and they're cool to travel so yeah have you uh watched the uh documentary the documentary oh yeah that's pretty cool yeah 100 percent. yeah what is it like um it was somebody's dad from that's like in the jason isbel's band or was it or jason isbel's dad like played bass there or something no shit i think i don't know i don't remember yeah, i can't remember either yeah or maybe it was like adam hood not adam hood but what's the other guy from the drive-by truckers something hood patterson no yeah, patterson hood yeah it's a Dang. Maybe it was like his dad yeah. or something. You can't cook, know. but you can remember names. Huh? Yeah, that's yeah. about it, dude. I can't cook anything. Barner knows music. Barner just went to the three-hour Taylor Swift show. Dude, that's oh, the best you, thing I good? ever did in my life. I heard a lot of people I got like there it. at one thirty because like, I was like worried about get, not getting in and missing the opener. Yeah. So I got there at like one thirty. Doors opened at 4.30, and the rest was history. She went on at 7.53 and went to 11.27. He's a Swifty through. Oh, Die yeah. hard. I bought one ticket and I went alone. Did you, oh, no shit. Dude, I was like, I can't afford another person to go. You're like an artist's dream, man. Like <laughs> when they can get down to that one ticket and they're yeah. like, no one's going to buy that shit. And yeah. Then here you come. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not like a huge Taylor Swift fan, so I don't really get it. But you know, like I don't, I don't hate against her or anything. I don't either. You know what I mean? I'd love to have a lunch with her and just like learn. Yeah, she's smart as shit. Man. I mean, dude, just imagine she's had no childhood whatsoever. She's been at it since she was what 12, 13? Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. I just feel like everything she does is like ten steps ahead of everybody else. Yeah. It's and true. Once you reach that level, I feel like a lot of artists don't use the tools that you can. And I feel like she utilizes everything she can, like everything, the production, the marketing, everything she does is so well planned out. And I feel like she uses all of her resources really well. I heard, I heard the show's like incredible. It was awesome. Yeah. So, and didn't it like one of them rained? On um, Sunday, it did. Yeah. And it got postponed. It. And I don't think they started yeah. to like 1045. Were you floor seats? I was. I was on the floor. Holy shit. You. I was my phone camera sucks, but I was literally like I was very close. Yeah, Kara went to the uh, my girlfriend. She went to the the Sunday show, and it was like raining and like delayed. Oh my god, you were really close, dude. Yeah, oh, so yeah. I was very close. You could smell her from there. I can't smell, dude. <laughs> I can't smell. <laughs> I haven't been able to smell since twenty thirteen. Like, you were like, trying though. He was trying. He's, he's like, like Dewey Cox. <laughs> I have no sense of smell, dude. I haven't been able to smell since I moved to town in 2013 i don't know what happened you yeah, he so says when it, you moved here it just went it away. just went away he says he only can smell two things and that's weed and pussy oh yeah that's it and yeah. i only get one of those so. that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> going out on the road and catching some of that uh, not not he not going on the road much anymore with us he's got a real job if you need somebody to go on the road let me know oh yeah yeah dude It'll i'm always gonna bring you out everything is content that's right. Um, so, man, what's, what's been going on? You've been down there working on a record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When's uh, that coming out? So, we'll do those singles every six weeks kind of thing, yeah. and then October, the whole thing will come How out. How many songs? Twelve. Nice. I can't do the double album I shit. I just did one that's 15 songs, but did I don't know when it's going to come out. You know do you, I mean? Would you ever get down on the double album thing? Uh, I think fun. at a certain point, it's like a little overkill. Like, yeah, it gives me anxiety. I, like, don't get me wrong. Like I love the new Morgan Wallen record. But like, there's, it's not like I love every third, you know, all thirty six songs. Yeah, there's probably like ten or twelve that I really fuck with. Yeah, you know what I mean. Plus, man, just trying to. And I would have rather got it like twelve, and then maybe twelve more, like, like how Aldean did his double record. Yeah, you know, if you give it a little space cool. Yeah, that was cool because those were like those albums were like kind of the same, but kind of two different concepts. They were really cool. Like yeah, the first double record I remember like really digging into was the uh, the uh, Jamie Johnson the guitar yeah, song. Yeah. You remember yeah, that record, yeah. dude? That record was fire. Yeah, yeah. How did Jason Aldean do it? Um, he just did two different records. One was called Making, and the other one was called Georgia. That's cool. Yeah. Did they come out like close to each other? Yeah, I mean, I felt like they were back to back. I don't feel like they were. There was some breathing room. There was some breathing room, though, for that's sure. Cool. I'm sure there was like a specific amount of time in between. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I think that that's probably the best way to consume. I mean, I do singles every six weeks. But yeah. And I guess technically, if you kind of roll with that, pro- I feel like a lot of people roll with that program now. Yeah. I mean, I think the only <laughs> way to do like a, I don't know. I mean, my song's 15, my album's going to be 15 songs. And then. Um, I'm going to roll some singles up that I put out last year. So it'll probably be like 20 total. Yeah. But I mean, I think that, you know, the way to like, I guess the way to do it, if you want to do like a big album is maybe take some of those singles that you put out. So it like cleans up your DSPs a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
where it's not like single, single, single. Oh, the record's somewhere in here, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think, like, people want, like, when it comes to, like, Spotify or Apple Music, they want, like, that user-friendly, like, uh, okay, this is simple. You My know thing I mean? was, if you got 36 songs, wouldn't it be more uh, thought out if you just dropped a single for 36 weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, or like uh, three. what's the Russ's guy? Yeah, yeah. Russ. Yeah. yeah, he put out a song uh, for a whole 50, year, fifty-two songs. Yeah, yeah, in a year. And I mean, he's doing great. But and it, there's such a good. I, I like. I feel like it's a good consumption thing because I mean, shit. Like I love Brooks and Dunn. If Brooks and Dunn was like, we're gonna put a single out every Friday. I'd be running to the damn Spotify. Yeah, for sure, for sure know, to listen. For sure. Um, that's crazy, man. How long have you lived? You've lived in town for a while now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this will be my eighth year yeah nice. but I, I live outside of town now i've been in uh manchester tennessee for the past four years nice i can't do you I'm hate a bonnaroo right yeah do you hate bonnaroo uh no I, it doesn't bother me um i live back on like in between i'm in a holler so nice. 17 acres so when they all come to town they're not anywhere near what i'm at you know nice that's so, good yeah although i did think about renting out my front yard because i'd make a shit load of money the parking for bonnaroo yeah stuff. for like the day passes yeah 100 percent. so where are you from maryland right mm -hmm. born in maryland yeah so i did a little bit of research yeah, yeah. yeah here, and he's nice. got a, he got a little help on his arm to help you figure it out too he's got the yeah. flag oh yeah i just did a guy yeah. i was in an interview with a guy from uk and he asked me uh, about my new single. He was like, so your song Traffic Lights. I was like, yeah, it's not called Traffic Lights. <laughs> Red Lights, man. He's like, oh, yeah, same thing. Yeah, I'm like, oh, same thing. Huh? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst. When, yeah. they, like, when you go to do like a radio interview and like, you know, Brill sends this like sheet out for the radio stuff that has like all the questions to ask, you know, like I can just go into you know like pilot mode you know like all i gotta do is click on the damn thing and just read the fucking yeah yeah, yeah. and they don't read it and then they it's don't. just like god this is awkward tell this me about terrible yeah. like do you do you the know? crs stuff um i did some i got this year i got to go up into the um the warner suite it was yeah. me austin snell and uh grant gilbert he's another artist at nice. river house i signed at river house and uh, they played two of my songs, dude. And it was just like I had like that aha moment of like some of the radio programmers I'd already met just from going out and doing the independent thing and going to these stations. And like this, there was this one guy there from Denver and he was like in the room and he was like, I saw Trey play Grizzly Rose. And like they were singing all the songs, not just one. So if you don't know who he is, like, don't worry. And said that right in front of everybody. So it's like I just had that moment of where like, you know, I don't know. I feel like, and, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like as an artist, I always question what I'm doing if it's the right thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Have you always like wanted the radio thing though? Like, oh it, yeah, for yeah, sure. really, yeah, for sure. Some people are. I've never been a guy that's like chasing yeah. radio ever. Yeah. Like, because I feel like for me it was always. Spotify, you know, like Spotify, 2014, 2015, when I was coming into like yeah. music, that yeah. was that was how I consumed it. So I only gave a shit about like getting on. Playlists. Yeah, I mean, I love the radio. I mean, I've I've always I always grew up listening to it, and I love the. I mean, it's a lot of politics and all that stuff, Dude, you yeah. know, for sure. But I don't know. There's just always something about, you know, like CMT. I mean, CMT is not what it what it was when we were coming up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. like. 
if I get a video on CMT, like my la- my last song mm. that just came out, it was it was in rotation on CMT, and like that's cool. To yeah, me. It's still cool. You know so, what I mean? Yeah. And mom's uh, gonna love this. I yeah. don't know. It's just something too, like hearing your song. Like I don't know. I listen to Sirius a lot, you yeah. know. And it's like I'm driving down the road, and I Matt McKinney's one one of my best friends. You know, he wrote uh, that part of it song by Jordan Davis. Yeah. And it's like, I'll hear that. And then I hear Priscilla on the radio. And then, you know, and then I'll hear somebody else. I'll hear Austin Snell on the radio. And it's like, damn, dude, I know all these people, you know, now Ella's on the radio, you know, it's like, I'll hear her song at random. I'm like, that's my friends. That's cool. You know, it's just like things like that is like something that I want to like try as an artist, see if I can have a song on the radio. I want to play the Grand Ole Opry. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's just like things that like that, that I want to do. Do I have to have those things to feel successful in my career? Well, hell no. That's all everyone wants. But I at least want to try. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least want to give it a shot. Do you think the relevant, I I don't want to get you in trouble because I know people probably watch this, but do you feel like the relevance of radio is still there or is that just a personal thing like uh i feel i feel like yeah and somewhat i mean there's the radio is cool to me because like you can have like this song that's like super viral on tiktok and like does really well in streaming but when they send it to radio it doesn't do really well right. you know what i mean it's like if you take like a guy that like really sells tickets puts asses in seats you know and then like has this song that goes viral and but then it doesn't really do well at radio does that mean he is un, unsuccessful no but right. like but then there's other people like that didn't have a song go viral on the internet signed a record deal went to radio and you know kind of getting you know towards number one so i don't know i think it's cool there's you know i guess it just like there's more than one way to crack an egg yeah you know? for sure but like for me it's like i want to have a song on the radio because i feel like it speaks volumes to um i don't know just the people that felt like they were a loser you know and they couldn't because they didn't their daddy didn't pay for their college and yeah you know they didn't have a 401k and or whatever you know or a brand new truck to drive to their rights on music row you know that their dad bought for them you know that you can do things the unorthodox way is all i'm saying yeah you know well you've definitely proved that to yourself yeah Yeah. I mean, hell, dude, you got a platinum plaque hanging. You're you know, right. You're right. You're that's right. That's massive. Yeah. About dicks and penises. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Shit, dude. But you'll be on your way to even more of those hanging, too. Yeah. We'll figure it out. You know, I just, I always know, like, I always got to try, you know? Yeah. It's like swing the bat. Yeah. Just swing the bat. And that's like everything I'm doing right now is everything I ever wanted to do. You know, it's just have a chance to, have some skin in the game yeah. you know what i mean yeah 100 percent. but uh so you're from maryland um enough about me we didn't come here to talk about me but i guess we got to get to know each other somehow yeah. you know what i mean legit um but uh so you're from maryland when did you start playing music as a kid or what yeah man young i knew i wanted to sing when your I was, family played music or anything five. they yeah. sang in church and okay, stuff cool so like when i was five i sang for the first time and the people clapped at the end and i was like oh that's awesome and yeah then my daddy uh was a regular at a bar when i was 13 or 14 he convinced the bartender to let me come in there and sing songs on wednesday nights like for, just you and your guitar yeah. awesome. and uh i had other friends that were you know 
working at pizza places and stuff that weren't making nearly as much money as I was playing for tips. tips. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. Isn't it cool when your parents can come to the gig? Yeah. Like if you have a slow night, like my dad used to do that. In fact, this, he got me my first gig and, um, at this, like, it was a restaurant and it was downtown Birmingham, but it was like, I had like this amp speaker that had like a microphone cable yeah, in dude. it, but it was like, it was like, uh, it was like this fender thing. It was like this acoustic thing. Yeah, a little acoustic. It wasn't amp. even mine, but, um, that was like my little PA. I didn't even know what a monitor was back then. Yeah. I didn't need one. I just strummed for four hours, but like, you know, after you do that for about a year, your friends kind of quit coming, you yeah. know, because it's like, do we want to go see Trey play a guitar that's barely in, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I would have a slow night, but my dad would always show up. And like, if it was like not going good, you know, he'd like put a hundred dollars in my tip jar and be like, fuck yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> made it, man. I made it. But there's something, man. There's, I think there's been a lot of times in, like the climb though that i like to think back to to that stuff and yeah. covid did that for me like when everything shut down and they weren't letting us play shows anymore i toured uh the country and played in backyards oh you did the bonfires tour. yeah backyards yeah. and bonfires. that's one bonner yeah i was yeah. there yeah and dude it was uh it was so much fun to like get back to just me a small pa system yeah people that give a shit yeah. about and the best part was were you, you playing know, covers or were you just playing all, all your originals well, yeah. you've had a large catalog so yeah, you could do yeah. that all, all originals and it was all people who booked me based off of my songs so you know when i first started out doing that like playing private parties and mm -hmm. shit it was like covers so yeah. then i got to go back through and kind of restart from the beginning me and my guitar and a small pa and play my stuff and like recap the people. stories and yeah and i'll do it every year every single year that's awesome all through october and first week of november i play four shows a week every week and tour the country At people's houses people's man houses. that's awesome yeah it's so much fun dude yeah it's probably a lot less overhead too a ton dude. <laughs> sometimes and, and some, the other thing is you can get go and do and see whatever the fuck you like when yeah. you're on a bus you, you, you don't get to do yeah, that. You know, you're yeah. just stuck. So. A lot less overhead, a lot less stress. Mm -hmm. You know, you can just go in and play these songs and, you know, not have to worry if you're like, wow, I'm actually going to make some money. I'm not just going to break even this yeah. weekend, you know. Or a promoter being like, hey, you've sold X amount pre-sale. Yeah. Let's, you know. Let's, yeah, let's move the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> let's move the show. Yeah. Let's, let's put a different opener on. Trust me, I know, dude. dude. It's like, and I, it's, feel, I feel like a lot of times, you know, people like – in town they're like man congrats on crushing it you know what i mean but you don't we're not necessarily crushing it all the time you know I what wish, i mean i wish there was more like we're just out here fucking doing trying, it baby dude. it's fucking <laughs> you know? swinging man yeah yeah and uh i wish there was more like honesty in some of that too you know because i feel like a lot of people they're like trying to come on to come up only anybody ever wants to post is the damn highlights you know oh, so like yeah. when people are trying to come up they're like well shit if i'm not selling well, out like, this place then i'm fuck i should quit you know well it's like you you know it's like you want to be real but at the same time you don't want to be like debbie downer yeah. you know what i mean like because at because at the same time like don't get me wrong there's dark days but at the same time like it, the big picture of things like i'm doing everything that i can to like further my career yeah. and it ain't for lack of trying just sometimes you just show up and it ain't like this past weekend we play, we played one of those mud bogs you oh, ever do shit, that dude. 
yeah, and like yeah. they gave me a razor to like drive around and talk to people and i was like y'all come to the concert tonight and they're like no i'm not really into that you know <laughs> i was yeah. like and then i then finally i just like pulled up to this one girl i was like do y'all know who trey lewis is and they're like no, never heard of them. Shit. <laughs> you know? But it's just like, damn, what am I even doing here? But Dude. then I played the show, and, you know, it was pretty good. Uh, it was a good time. And then, you know, the whole next day, I have messages in my inbox. Like, that was my first concert ever. Like, you were so awesome. Thank you for doing the meet and greet, like, after the show. Yeah. And all that stuff. So I mean, there's, like, there's beauty in the building, man. Yeah. And I just feel like a lot of times that gets lost in the – the mess of you know people just trying to look cool for the gram or whatever oh yeah you know? yeah for sure like, there's tons of, that's what i try to tell everybody like any artist that i meet that's trying to like be on the come up i'm like man it doesn't get any better than the beginning so if you're not happy in the beginning yeah if you just magnify everything you're still not going to be happy when you once everything's magnified yeah you have to be happy and loving it when there's three people watching oh you, yeah for sure you know and i think that some people just instantly get into business trying to get you know yeah. on my shit until i have three thousand people watching you know which is tough it's tough on them too yeah i mean i never i never played music for me, music was never like a, oh, I got to get some pussy, you know, or like <laughs> yeah. I'm doing this for that or, you know, whatever, or fame or glory. It was always, music's always kind of been a healing process for me. Yeah, same. Um, I started playing music when I got sober and I don't know, it just uh, kind of changed my life. So it's kind of always been my way to cry, you know, without crying. Yeah. You know? How how many um, years have you been sober now? June will be 16. Hell yeah, Yeah. Dude. So I was just crazy. I just got a tour with uh, Demon Jones. I was oh, yeah. a song with him, and he's been sober for twenty years. Oh wow! And I've never toured with anybody who's been sober. Yeah, and uh, dude, that's like twice, three times the difficulty. Uh, to I, I can yeah. imagine to try. How, like, how was his tour? Was it still no, awesome, dude? Because I feel like our tour is still pretty insane, right? Yeah, Michael? no, it was fun as hell. He's he's still just like has so much more fun i for me like I'll, I'll have a a drink and yeah like i like to smoke cigars so i'll have a cigar and you know have a drink or whatever but like for him his whole getting drunk is being out on the stage yeah. and being present but i was just like god and there you know even people kind of knowing his background are still like hey you want a shot and i would just yeah. the whole time i'm watching that i'm like shit that's gotta be hard as fuck yeah know? i mean i mean honestly like i just like I understand what people are saying when they're trying to offer me a shot. Yeah. You know, but like, I don't like, I don't think about it. You know what I mean? I'm not like, mm, yeah. That, like, I mean, I got whiskey sitting right here. It's not like I look at that and be like, mm, that would taste good. Like I could feel it running through my veins, you know, yeah. or like whatever. I just like, it's just kind of like, I understand what they're, you're trying to like do. You want to have a more than just this musical moment together, but that's not what it's going to be. If I drink alcohol, like, yeah, the cops are, are going to come. It's yeah. not going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> I did get offered my first bump of cocaine this, yeah. on that tour though. Your first one? The first one. You must not been to Red Door enough. Dude, man. No. <laughs> like I've never been, God I've never damn. been on a tour yeah. where someone just, like and a guy came up and he was like hey man uh you want a parting favor i thought he was gonna like bust out a blunt so yeah. i was like hell yeah bro like let's go yeah. and then he bust out this little fucking like thing with a shovel 
yeah. he was like it's just a little cocaine bro i was like dude i'm not gonna go out like that in fucking mountain home arkansas yeah. like a, oh y'all in mountain home <laughs> yeah are yeah. y'all at oasis yeah Damn, Hell, I love yeah. that place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking love that place. So I was like, Chef dude, Darryl, be my baby. Yeah, I was like, what's the my... guy's name? Chef Daryl. Chef Daryl. I think we're going back soon, right? We're going to Oasis too. And, and, uh, and oh, yeah, same people though. Yeah, same people. Oh, okay, cool. Hey. We didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, sorry. No, it was good. But I was yeah, he just busted out his little cocaine shovel. He's like, you want a bump? And I was like, no. And he got pissed off. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I don't do all yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, bro, I've never done coke in my life. I'm not gonna do it today. Like, I'm not gonna do it today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe you've never been offered cocaine before. Mm-mm, That's like time. a red red door standard. No shit. You know, you walk into red door and everybody's like, <laughs> "Yeah, man, so and so's got that new song coming Just out." Just sweating and shit. Next Especially cool at thing. like yeah. one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That's why they're all still in there, like yeah. hiking, like running. It's like, yeah, y'all are all on coke, and then y'all aren't cool. I'm out of here. I've always stayed out of that kind of stuff, man. Yeah, like I think I got lucky when I came into town. I came in because i signed a publishing deal yeah yeah let's so talk I, about that how did all that go down so my bass so you're playing all those gigs as a kid yeah my bass player who uh had been playing music with me since i was 17 mm-hmm. uh and he was a grown-ass man then he was late 40s when, yeah and uh he was just like sam we can only do so much of this circuit so he got down and just emailed every single producer in Nashville and oh, just wow. was sending them Michael Knox, songs. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. And then Matt McClure, yeah. uh, who produced Lee Bryce yeah. and uh, Kyle Jacobs, yeah. heard the music. And Matt was like, hey, if you ever come into town, we'll come see you. So my bass player booked this shitty gig uh, at the National Underground off 2nd when it was oh, still nice. there. And I played like a 12 o'clock spot on a Sunday or yeah. some weird day. And uh, I texted. He was like, are you going to text Matt and tell him to come? Yeah. And I was like, no, he's not going to come to this shit. And he was like, dude, just text. So I sent, I literally sent off the text like, hey, I yeah. know you're not going to come to this gig, uh, but we're playing. He came. And then he was like, hey, can you stay a day? And yeah. I was like, sure. And he brought me over to Olay at the time, which is now Anthem. Yeah. And uh, he said, sing for for him i sang and they offered me a deal on the spot and uh you signed right then and there i didn't because matt yeah, yeah. goes hold on a second let me take you somewhere else then he took me over to curb yeah and then curb offered me a deal so then they got into a bidding war back and forth bidding and war, got what you want yeah 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 and then just moved here so i didn't have to do the like go to bar to bar and yeah. try to like meet people and mingle to try go to go to broadway i got super lucky yeah man, you yeah know? and uh and that's what brought me here was that. and then you were so you moved to town you're like writing with like they they're handling your calendar you're mm-hmm. writing with like my first write was steve bogard and jason oh, wow. siever yeah so and like so and kyle jacobs god rest his soul like he was yeah heading up all my like connections in mm-hmm. town too along with Olay. so dude i was writing with just like jimmy Yeary. yeah and, yeah, saw uh, him today. Yeah, yeah, you know, just like a bunch of. So here's a thing that's not often talked talked about, and I wonder if you ever like after you signed your pub deal, like within the first year, you're like, God, do I even know what the fuck I'm doing? Oh yeah, you dude. know what I mean. Like, I still do. That. You're writing with all these like pro ass songwriters, yeah. and you're like. Damn, did I did I really even earn this? You know no, what I mean? I still like, feel like I haven't. And yeah. honestly, I feel like the day you wake up and feel like you know fucking everything, yeah. you should just quit. Because especially here, yeah, I'll have like a like a two or three week run where I feel like I'm really putting things together. You know, like in the in the songwriting era of my life, and then I'll go through like 
a few months where like god do i even know how to write a song you know <laughs> yeah dude well i mean i think when you get in the like cycle of what we do there's not a lot of living involved yeah when you're just like working every day Tour here do yeah. this do there's that. no seeing yeah. or yeah. living really and it wasn't until uh i got a new manager three years ago four years yeah. ago and i was kind of feeling like that like shit man like i'm just going through the motion and he was like dude you're not living any fucking life like yeah how are you gonna write real shit if you're not doing real shit yeah and so he kind of pulled me off the road and was like going live a little yeah know? so when you signed your pub deal was it in hopes to sign with a major label or what never no. so what got me in trouble man yeah. honestly from the beginning yeah so they wanted me to i had uh my instantly right after that i had a showcase not too long i for the four major uh record companies offered yeah, me deals damn. but i wasn't into the deals yeah uh, mainly because i had done everything for a living for five or six years before i got here yeah so i was like well i already make money and then the records that i was having 100 percent of you want to take 93 percent of which yeah. was weird for me and I just never had the desire yeah. to go to, to radio. I just wanted to make a living at music, you know? Yeah. So, no, I, I did the thing. They all offered me deals. They all wanted me to fire my band. I didn't want to fire my yeah. band. Like, the whole stick, sh sh nothing against them. It's Shebang. just like, yeah, yeah, it's just what they do, you know? Uh, so then yeah, I Yeah, I don't did. think I would ever get rid of my old stuff. Yeah. If, you know, unless it's a good money. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? unless they were writing like something yeah, serious, you know, something serious, it's but, like a Cody Johnson or Luke Combs type of thing. Yeah, yeah, like a really jelly nice roll situation. Yeah, yeah. You know what jelly I mean? roll situation is nice. Yeah. I don't know nothing about it, but yeah. I know it's got to be good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. And then so uh, once uh, Ole and even like the booking agencies, I won't say their names or whatever, but yeah. like. Once they figured out that it was never my goal to like sign major and yeah. do all that, they were kind of like, "Oh, well, yeah, you know, we're kind of out." And luckily, I—I I mean, I just kept doing what I wanted to do. And yeah. then uh, Cole Ford over at Average Joe's—they were mm -hmm. putting out a record at the same time that I was putting out an EP, and uh, I ended up outselling that record because they were tracking it. Yeah. And then Cole invited me out to a show and was like, "Hey." You know, if you're only interested in streaming, that's what we do. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in owning half your master, that's what we do. Mm -hmm. So if you want to come over here, we'll just help you pay for everything. You know? And that's my deal, basically. It's like the minute they Are your average Joe's now? Yeah. The minute they spend a dollar, they pay in 50 cents and yeah. I pay in 50 cents. We but had, I'm not paying uh, Brian Martin on the podcast. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I've spent some time with him. He's a good dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I haven't really got to, like, hang with him. Yeah. But, dude, I mean, his... Yeah, we... um. We used to talk a lot on TikTok before we moved to town, you know, like during COVID, just text back and forth, whatever. Um, I thought he was this other guy that I met on TikTok. It was, they had like a similar name. But yeah. then I was like, because like I ran into him a couple of times and I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know about this guy. But then I, once I realized who he was, I was like, oh shit, never mind. My bad. And I just straight up called him and told him. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we, um, but he was struggling there for a minute, like finding gigs and stuff, you know? Yeah. And then he just finally said, like, don't call him anymore. Don't ask. Don't do it. He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this shit myself. And then he had, uh, 
we ride and a couple other songs kind of blow up on the internet and stuff. Yeah. And now that dude's crushing it. Yeah, man. You know? Which I think he has four kids. So yeah. You know, and he, and, he got, and he was in the oil field forever and yeah. blue collar. I mean, he's but, the real deal, dude. Yeah, so he's like, the real I mean, deal. anybody can win. You got to cheer for that. You yeah. Know, I, I hope he makes it. And that's the kind of story that I love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, he's got some great songs out there. Yeah, man. Hell Come yeah. On. And he put some riders on that uh, were not like the his co rider yeah. Vernon is yeah. on we, we Ride. Yeah. That guy was, he's a drummer. Like, he was playing yeah. drum and then just. Brian wanted to sit down and collab, and then that song pops off, and now Vernon's yeah. a songwriter. Now, yeah. So you yes. got a pub deal now? I don't know. You yeah. should. If yeah. he doesn't, he should. Is your publishing at Average Joe's too? Uh, no. No. I'm signed to Deluge. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And that was a cool situation, too. Uh, David, uh, who owns Deluge, he called and asked me to be a writer over there, and I wasn't really interested yeah. <laughs> again in like giving up publishing. Yeah. Uh, but he was like, what would make you want to give up publishing? And I was yeah. like, if I could sign other people. Yeah. So he signed me as a writer on the condition that he let me open my own publishing company. So Oh, that's cool. So he sign people. did that and he gave me funding to sign other people. So that's awesome. I have man. a pub company and can sign writers. That's badass. Yeah, have that's you signed awesome. anybody yet? Yeah. 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 I had um, Danny Orton for a while who wrote Stand for – uh, Rascal Flats. Yeah, I remember I, that song. Then I have this uh, this other up and comer girl. His name's Alex. Her name's uh, Alexandria Corn. Okay, uh, dope songwriter, but just up and coming. And I'm getting ready to sign somebody else that you know that I'm not allowed to say yet. Damn. Yeah, but you you know who that. is it? We can edit it out. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Um. So, um. Damn. What are we gonna talk about now? We, uh, we love Megan. The climate. You used to work at Megan. Right? Oh, dude. Yeah, used to work with Megan. Megan dude. We love Megan. Megan. Uh, if you watch us, we love you. She's the best, dude. And just and when she left Average Joe's, I was hard, I literally cried. Yeah. <laughs> like she's the. She just, just genuinely cares she's so much. Better. Yeah, dude. Yeah, she's she. Uh, shit. So Ella's my roommate. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ella has a dog, so Megan's always the dog sitter when we're on the road. And, can't take care of dude, she's, yeah. Ella's fucking killing it too and dude, she's crushing cares. it it's really cool to see somebody I mean me and Ella she moved to town like six months after me and just to watch her like grow into the songwriter and the artist and everything that she is compared to where she was four years ago but it's like I knew it all along, you know. Yeah. I hate to be that guy saying that, but like I, I did. I knew that she was. We used to give her shit about one of the first songs she ever put out. Yeah, but I used to always tell her, "Be like, dude, you're gonna have so many hits, don't even worry." And now she's like, she seems like she's extremely comfortable in who she is, too, man. Like, yeah, she don't give a fuck. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, you know, most of the time because she's super young too, isn't she? Yeah, like when you're that young, you're. And you're in this town. Most of the time, people like grip their claws into you and kind of try to morph you into whatever yeah. the hell they want you to be, which it just doesn't seem like that works. Like, yeah, she's all. real good at not caring about what other people are doing, which is like I tell her all the time. Like, it's like that's a big deal when you can not worry about what other people are doing and just do what you do. That's yeah. like that's the secret to all this. Hell yeah, you know. And it's fucking badass. She's got Megan in her corner too. Megan's. Megan just yeah. genuinely cares, and that's yeah, what's dude, important. Yeah, and she's, she's so attentive to detail; it's just amazing. Yeah, she's got a good, got, got a good team over there. Hell yeah! Um, so uh, so you got this record coming out, yeah, and um, 
Damn, I lost my train of thought. What do you do for fun? Yeah, what do you what do you what are you doing these days? <laughs> what are we doing in Manchester? <laughs> Man, what do you do for fun? I'm in Manchester. You can do a lot for fun. Oh, are you married? You got kids or anything? I'm married. I have a, a stepdaughter and I have a daughter. Nice. And uh, yeah, that's when I'm not working. That's when I'm consuming my. Did time. I ever tell you about? Well, we just met, so I haven't told you about this, but I have this. Uh, pro wrestler created in my head oh yeah and uh his name would be the step daddy <laughs> and he wear like what's his power like what's the power move well he would wear like timberlands you know like the the sandy ones you know the sandy colored <laughs> ones i don't know what you call that. the butters the butters yeah, yeah dude. with like some jeans some stonewashed yeah like a white beater with taco meat coming out of the top like a curly like kenny powers mullet yeah a gold chain the step daddy and his uh punchline would be yes i am your real dad <laughs> just before he does a special move yeah what's yeah. a special move i don't know just like i think something over the head yeah on the slam yeah, yeah drop a comment <laughs> on what the special move is exactly yeah. For yeah. Real. what would be the step daddy special move yeah so you have a you have a daughter and our stepdaughter <laughs> and you have a little baby or what no, we we yeah. are, are trying to. Are trying. It. You're yeah. cream pine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're trying. Why'd you yeah. meet your wife, man? Uh, so I went through. I think a lot of musicians just go through real shitty relationships, and uh, I just gotten out of one, uh, and was just in that like lull of fuck this. I'm just gonna be a musician on the road now. I guess. Yeah, and. Um, in the midst of all that and me wanting to do that, I got a DM and yeah. she sent me a message and said, Hey, slide into yeah. the DM. Yeah. She said, uh, God, God told me to pray for you. So I've been praying for you. Damn. And, that's a good one. I'm going to yeah. steal the hell out of that, baby. Yeah. yeah. And so I wrote her back and we just became close friends and, uh, started dating and super quick, man. But I knew the, the minute that I kissed her, I knew she was my wife. That's and awesome. it's like, Super, a lot of people say, you know, like, oh, you know, when you know, and I used to think that was bullshit for yeah. a long time, but it really is the truth. And uh, this is my pop-pop's ring, and my pop used to say that to me. He was married to my Mimi for 64 years, and like, yeah. that was his thing. He was like, when I saw your grandmother, I knew that that was going to be the woman I married. And they flirted, like, all the way up to uh, when my grandmother passed away. She passed away first, and one year to the date, my pop-pop passed away, same day, Damn. one year later. So I always thought that, but I always thought it was bullshit. But uh, I found turns it. out it's real. Yeah, that's man. awesome. Where did y'all? Uh, where y'all? So y'all just met on the yeah. Gram? We started talking, and then uh, of course it was during like still kind of weird times, the touring times, you know, twenty twenty one. And I just had time, so she lived in New Jersey, and I lived in Manchester. So right in the middle is Roanoke, Virginia. So yeah. we were just like. Drive and meet in Roanoke. Get a hotel. Yeah, and like hang and date and yeah, get a yeah. hotel. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. And then that was it. Is it ever hard for me from going to being like this uh, on the road all the time kind of guy to like, you're like, fuck, I'm married now. No, know? man. No. I Honestly, for me, I've always needed like – so it's such chaos you know it's like such chaos out there so to have some sort of like grounding in peace well it's like you know is at least with all this crazy shit i have going on or like doubt or, or something at least i'm something to someone you know yeah. and someone's something to me my wife's a badass too like she'll come out on the road and 
when I did the the Demon Jones tour, dude, that was twenty two dates in twenty eight days. Oh wow! So that's I some rock and roll. Yeah, 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 we were playing fucking Mondays. So I, so I was yeah. like, this is weird. Yeah. Uh, but she came out for uh, two weeks on that tour, helped me lug merch and sell yeah. t shirts and like do the whole thing. She's like my best yeah. friend and teammate. You know. Yeah. So now with her, it's been it's been awesome. She she also sit back and smoke a cigar with me too. Hell yeah! So, so you did a you did a song with Demon. You said yeah. And it wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. Like, I, uh, sorry, I'm phone. I, uh, I thought it was me. Yeah. I, uh, went and wrote with his producer, and I was just supposed to write the hook and then thought yeah. that they'd get somebody else to sing the hook. Then they flew it into Demon, and he was like, man, who's singing the chorus? And Jared told him, and he was like, I'm just going to keep that guy on. So even in like the original song, you can still, because it's still just strip demo, you can hear my bracelets and shit clacking oh, wow, in yeah. the microphone. And uh, he kept it, put it out, and it's one of his top streaming songs. And, That's uh, awesome. Yeah, and then it just kind of, he had this tour, and he put out a pitch to have me like come out a little bit. And I was like, dude, I, I just shot him text. I was like, I'd love to come out on a couple of dates. He's like, cool, man. I'll send you the schedule. And then he sent yeah. the schedule. And it was 22 days oh, wow. in 28 days. I was like, oh my God, bro. So we did it. But, and we went all over the country and yeah. I had a really good time and met a Is lot. Is there of any people. other collabs that you've done that you really liked? Uh, I, I mean, didn't. obviously I've done stuff with Colt, yeah. um, which has been fun. And then, I wrote song. I wrote a song for Upchurch. Yeah, I wrote a song for uh, Adam Calhoun. Yeah, so like that kind of world is pretty natural to like the average Joe's. Yeah, you know vibe. So written some of those. Did you get to hang out with Upchurch? Yeah. Well, I mean, kinda. Yeah. I was I was there. Yeah. And we were riding, and then like he was on the balcony smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like I got to have a little bit of an exchange. Dude, I love his YouTube channel. Oh, dude. I'm always Hell on yeah, it. dude. I'm a, There's yeah. always some kind of drama. The drama's amazing. I, yeah. love yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, but. I, I, I was just wondering like how much of that is like really real and like how much he like. I he's feel smart, like he's like, really smart. He's um, super like, smart. Like, you know. Super smart. Get his fan base real. And I, at the time that we wrote even. It was like a time where he'd figure out because he always pays attention to like all the different social medias and what works and what doesn't work. And uh, that at that time he'd like taken his Instagram page off as like a public figure and switched it to private because he was like, I get so many more requests and so much more engagement. And so we were writing and stuff, and he was just going like this. It was like hitting the accept button, but it was like a million freaking blue oh, wow. ads, and he was just sitting there like doing the whole thing. But he was, I mean, he was always. Very in tune yeah. and smart then, long before any of the shit was figured out. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he's probably got some. If you were going to collab with an artist, like, if you could collab with an artist, dead or alive, who would it be? Ronnie Dunn. Ronnie Dunn? Yeah. yeah. That's a great answer. Yeah, dude. Yeah. All day, every day. Yeah. What's yours, Trey? I don't know. Um, I really just don't know. You got Eric Church, I think. Like Eric Church, I'd love to do something with Jelly Roll. Like current, that would be Fucking cool, right, dude? You know, uh, have you met Jelly, dude? I did a show with Jelly uh, right before, like right. I mean, looks like last year. It was the show in uh, but, like, Georgia. Georgia. It, was, yeah. it was a mud bog, 
And like, dude, I've opened for a shit ton of people during my career. So like, if I'm an opener, I don't even talk to the to the to the guy unless they come talk to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. you don't want to be a germ. I don't want to be a germ yeah. at all. Yeah, you know? not even not even a bit. Like, I mean, I was on tour with Kid Rock this year, and I, I mean, I think maybe when we're on the road, I maybe have said two words to him. No shit. Know? Like. I mean, I've been out to his house, and you know, I see him when I go out there to write with some of his artists. He has a, him and Corey have a thing with Sony. Oh, that's cool. So I'll go out there and write with some of his artists sometimes, and I'll see him out there. But like, I don't like trying to bother anybody, you yeah. know. And uh, but Jelly Roll that day went out of his way to speak to me twice. That's awesome, you know. And like when I was up there, like on stage playing, he was side stage and he was singing the words to one of my songs. That's like it's a highly streamed song, but it's not Dick Down in Dallas. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when I opened for Brantley, Brantley came out for Dick Down in Dallas, but like Jelly was like side stage when I was playing Shut the Door. That's you know what I mean, dude. And then like he came up to me the second time. He's like, "Dude, you gonna sing with me tonight?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm down." You know, and I, we sang uh, Can't You See. Dude, that's awesome. And then when I got done, um, when I got off stage, he was like, I'm a big fan of that guy right there. And he started singing. Uh, single? Single again. But he was singing the single, like a middle finger part. And the whole crowd sang it back. And I was like, no matter what happens, even if that guy doesn't like me, like, I will fucking kill somebody if I hear him talking to exactly. you about him. He's yeah. infectious, man. Yeah. And uh, I haven't gotten to hang with Jelly, like, as his current state yeah. but we were signed when i was signed to olay yeah olay absorbed his uh old publishing company oh yeah so we do like these dinners and stuff yeah. and uh first time i met jelly he came in you know big tattoo guy i'm a big tattoo yeah. guy so he was like ah we should be friends and yeah. we just sat at the bar and drank yeah. and uh you know he always keeps in touch with like he'll just randomly find songs of mine and share them and yeah just super nice fucking guy yeah. if you can i'm by the same on, way if you talk shit Bunny's about him, I get podcast. oh yeah 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 she was super sweet and he like came in that day that was uh can't remember if that was the first time i met him or maybe it was after i don't remember but yeah but he was cool it was yeah. cool yeah how's bunny um she's awesome dude yeah. she's the real deal i mean she's real i mean she's a she's got um her podcast is great i listen to it all the time now like and i i tend to do that a lot like if i'm on a, like like i remember uh McElwain and and my old guitar player terry used to listen to theo vaughn all the time and yeah. like i would like watch some stuff but like then i did like this christmas special with him and like chelsea lynn yeah like during covid and like after that, ever since then, I've been a huge Theo Vaughn fan. You know, he's like, funny, dude. He is so hilarious, dude. I'd imagine like his been... solo podcast. We were just watching one before you got here. Just so hilarious. Yeah. yeah. He's one of those dudes that you can just talk yeah. normal and you laugh. Yeah. That uh, night at the Ryman when you did the comedy jam, he, yeah. I was like standing back there awkwardly by myself. And uh, he just came up and said, Hey, man, what's up? I'm Theo. And I was like, Man, he's so nice. Because yeah, yeah. like, I was just standing back there trying to be out of everybody's way because like, I don't belong back there. And he was so nice. He just yeah, came up. He's out a nice of dude. But um, Bunny, man, her podcast is just so great. Um, she has some real interesting people on there, but she's just like, she's just real as it gets. You know? Know. She's lived some and real she, life. Yeah, she doesn't like drink or I don't know if she's all I think she's all the way sober. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she's had some trauma and she's like open about it. So that was cool for me because I'm pretty open about that kind of stuff. Yeah, know, too. So um, that was pretty cool. I talked about some shit on there that I 
probably wouldn't ever talk about again but hey it's on, the, it, yeah, it's on got, the internet but yeah. dude i still get messages there people send me these big long elaborate messages like i appreciate you being so open on bunny's podcast i don't know you but like here's my story like blah blah blah, blah. isn't it so you share your own truth man that you realize you're not alone in yeah you know? yeah so it was pretty cool yeah, yeah it was pretty cool hell yeah um what was it what what is it like doing like the 22 days on the road versus the normal weekend warrior stuff oh like, shit dude it's i can't like, imagine it's hard on your voice and your body and everything yeah i mean aside from just like the actual performance of every day just like the grind of constant shows you know like, you get super tired of your set yeah yeah but you get real good at it by yeah. the end like yeah, it's like muscle memory <laughs> yeah like you end up knowing exactly what your banter is in between every damn song and you know what joke's gonna work and what's yeah not. we're kind of getting to the point now where like i got a pretty much a whole new band at this point um but um we're like we've been kind of changing our set as the new record's coming out and like taking some old stuff and like you know but we played that old set for what like two years McElwain so it's like I don't love the new set yet but I know eventually I'm gonna get to a point to where like super comfortable I'm super comfortable with it are you tied in pretty much to the ears and the click like yeah 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 Yeah, we're doing do you like cause you for a long time played none of that shit like you were free to just kind of stop in a song or do whatever you wanted to do Um, did you struggle with like having to go from where you could just like switch up a set or change whatever you want to a place to where you're fucking locked in like there is no changing people don't understand that either yeah i love i love it yeah i love the um it's like a program of it all you know what i mean like the structure um versus like not being able to hear really good and blowing your voice out by the third song yeah you know yeah this can't get this monitor any louder is what you're telling me you can't put any reverb (laughs) on this thing i nixed it to like give at least breaks in the mm-hmm. in the play playlist just because i felt like i was so robotic on a stage it was just like next yeah song, yeah next i mean song, we have song, you know i'll turn around look at the drummer and be like hey i'm fitting the talk right here you know what i mean yeah. or like i'm i always you know that the guys joke about it but they call it story time with trey you know when mcawain was playing drums he would sit back there with his finger on the keyboard being like, God, this motherfucker ain't never going <laughs> to shut up. But, you know, um, there's just little cues. Like when I say this word, this is when you're going to start this song. You know, yeah. like, there's this one song where I'm like, I might talk for five minutes, but when I say Instagram, start the track. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's cool. Once you get it locked in with a band that they can read onto a word. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or like when they kind of get to know you, what you're going to do on stage. Yeah. Like McElwain could tell you everything probably that I'm going to screw up or, you know, where I'm going to be and everything. And I think when the, we had, we got a new drummer now, but McElwain's kind of aided with that and helped, you know, like this is what Trey's going to do right here, you know? Yeah. Yeah, legit. Yeah, man, getting new guys can be weird as shit too. It has been weird. I, I won't. I won't. Um, and you got to spend a shit. That's the other thing too. Is you spend so much time with them. Yeah, you know? I mean, I like the new crew. It's cool. Um, I definitely miss the old guys a lot. Just because those. I mean, Terry was with me for twelve years or eleven years or something like that. We wrote a whole lot of nothing together. I mean, Damn. you know, and um, you know, then my bass player Mitch, um. You know, in the old band, 
was with me. We were playing, still playing covers together when he was filling in with us, you know. So, and then McElwain's been um, still lucky to have McElwain on as a crew member, you know. Um, he knows the whole rundown, the whole stage. So it's definitely weird, you know. Sometimes I I, I find myself being like, man, let's just go back to walking hard, do we? You know, yeah. like let's just go back to doing things the way we we're doing it. But it's been a it's been a little bit of adjustment. But I don't know. The other night we played our first show where I was like, okay, cool, I can see this. Like starting to feel out. comfortable. Yeah, starting to feel comfortable. Yeah, it's different. It's different. It's different, but it's not. It's not bad. It's just different. And you just saw that deal with Riverhouse. River, right? Riverhouse. Yeah. 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 How's that? It's cool, man. It's um, it's really awesome. I mean, you know, I get to keep all my old stuff, so I own that, and um, you know, and and we just put together a great record, and you know, um, we had like, I don't know, we had like six song meetings where we went through all my catalog, all my outside songs. With Rusty from Sony, yeah, Rusty and yes. Rusty, Big Tom, and then it was um, my manager Alex, and then um, people at River House, where we just sat around and listened to songs and picked the fifteen best songs or whatever, you know what I mean? And I feel like this is going to be my best body of art that I've put out. Hell yeah, man. But does that mean anything? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it does. I think it's the, I mean, I, I believe in the project and I feel like the team believes in it. And, um, you know, it's like I said, when I went to that, uh, when the CRS thing, Lance, the guy that works, does the radio Dude, stuff. I love it, Lance, man. Yeah. Yeah. He was talking good about yeah, you too. The, my manager, Brad was in radio. Okay. For yeah. Like 30 years. So him and Lance are buddies. Yeah. We went out to, uh, watch around and uh, Grant was playing around. Yeah. So they were there and Lance came over and he was telling Brad, he was like, I can't wait for you to hear the new Trey stuff. Yeah. He's so much more than Dick Down in Dallas. But like Lance wore that Dick Down in Dallas hat the entire CRS week. Did he? You know, that's not a easy hat to wear. Yeah. And all that, but he wore it proudly. Yeah. So like, if this, you know, I just remember telling myself like, if this fails or doesn't go the way we want it to, I know that I was with the right people. You yeah. know what I mean? I know that I gave it everything I had. Yeah. And they did too. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, dude, you got a ton of great songs. Yeah. In you, man. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, that's how we ended up linking anyway. Yeah. Me sharing you shared each. one of my songs. Yeah, dude, dude, punched me in the cool. fucking face. I was dude, I walking on the trip. I was like, damn. I appreciate that, yeah. man. That Which was, one was it? whole lot of nothing yeah. hell yeah 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 um me and terry wrote that song uh i guess in 2018 um and we didn't finish all we had was there was a whole lot of nothing. we had the verses and then that and then i moved to nashville and one day i was sitting around i think i had a right cancel or something i wrote that chorus and i sent it to terry i said what do you think about this and he was like i love it and then we went and recorded it with josh bright down in alabama yeah, yeah. And uh, we put it out. And, I mean, I always say that, like, nobody really listened to it. But at that time, before Dick Down in Dallas, it was my highest stream song. I think it had, like, 80,000 streams. Yeah, dude. Yeah. There isn't one fucking hole in that song. It is yeah. perfection. I appreciate it, dude. Yeah, dude, it is perfection. But it, and, I mean, it's still, even to this yeah. day, one of the highest stream songs that and I that's, have. That's what I was going to tell you, too, man. Like, I know – Sometimes social media and stuff can be like a disease to mm -hmm. artists where they think that everything's got to pop instantly. But just, you know, the 15 songs you're putting out, no matter what, even if they don't pop instantly, yeah, they yeah. will pop. Give them time they to They will pop. Yeah, I mean, it was just you know? like, 
after Dick Down in Dallas. I mean, all those songs that I, I put out a full album in 2013, you know, I put up like six singles after that. Like all that stuff was like a good check. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Dude. Like everything builds off the next. Yeah. And, and I'm a firm believer of that. I was reading some stat that like TikTok was doing where they were like, you know, 64% of listeners, uh, they aren't going back to Spotify to listen to the song that is viral. Yeah. They're going to the back catalog. catalog. You know, so 64% of people yeah. who are finding you on social media are going to back catalog, you know? That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. like I've got like a, I did like uh, some uh, uh, voice memos during COVID and put those out. Those are some, those dude, are those some are fire, highest dream songs. Fucking you know? That's crazy how yeah. that works, man. Why not? I mean, it'll, And it's... I feel like, you know, like this music we put out, like at a certain point, it's just our legacy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like you got kids and a wife. Like, I wonder where your dad was in 2017. Oh, cool! I can go listen to go this listen song. To where That's where his mind was at right yeah. there when he was this age. <laughs> he was a giant piece of shit, right like, in the blame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, when my after my dad passed away, I went uh, went back and watched all the Sopranos because that was like his favorite show. Yeah. You know, and, like, I'm sorry about your dad. I was all good. When, when did you Spend, lose him? Been ten years now. I lost mine in twenty eighteen. Yeah, did yeah. that close? Yeah, man. Yeah, legit. Got another, we got another one. Yeah. <laughs> what a yeah. shitty close. Yeah. How did your dad pass away? Heart attack. Mine too. No dude. shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, that was tough. It was a tough call. Did you get the call? No. I, I well, yeah, I got the call. But, yeah. Uh, and worst part was it was my sister, and mm. he passed at her house. Damn. Yeah, but wild story, man. Uh. Technically, you're not supposed to do this um, when an EMS shows up on yeah. arrival and someone is passed. Uh, you're not supposed to move the body. You got to wait for a coroner before you can put him yeah. into the ambulance. I'd done a fundraiser for that fire department two weeks prior mm-hmm. to my dad passing away. And my niece and nephew were there. And the chief goes, we can't let him we can't let them think that he died here in front of yeah. those babies. So they moved his body. They worked on him like they were working on yeah. him and moved the body. So to this day, my niece and nephew don't know that my dad died in the house with them. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. So, man, that was a. Yeah, my stepdad was doing CrossFit. So, I mean, my dad was doing CrossFit, not my stepdad, but my dad was, yeah. Fuck, man. And just like fell out. And I was driving back from the beach with my family. I was married at the time. And uh, the guy that been married? do what? I yeah, see. dude, I've been yeah. married and divorced. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> Had a stepson and everything. Damn. Um, but uh, yeah, they called me and I tried to get the hospital as fast as I could, but he was already gone. They said that he could have had that heart attack in the room and they wouldn't have been able to save him. So fuck. But it was tough, man. Those were dark years. No you doubt, know? dude. Yeah, especially. I mean, I mean, when like you lose so- your dad, like it's like. Okay, fuck, I got to be the man now. Yeah, especially when, like, it sounds like you were tight with your dad. I was tight with mine, too. Oh, yeah. We were buddies, you know? Yeah, like, got your first gig, got me my first gig. Yeah, I mean, my dad and me, like, once, like, I mean, we're drinking buddies even before I was legal enough to be drinking buddies, you know? So, like, that's just how he rolled with his old man, so that's how he was with me. So, man, it was was rough, you know? And... It's like that first real close relationship that you realize that how tangible life is, you know? Like, yeah. 
this shit can be over with in a, yeah. a second. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, shit's wild, man. Hell yeah. Um, how is uh TikTok and social media? Have you gotten on? I'm the kind of, I'm the kind of guy that uh people don't like when it comes to that. Cause I yeah, I'm not I tried it and I for a while dude like try to be disciplined with it on yeah posts and stuff but i just didn't think that it was about i didn't get into that to be a social media you know guy yeah. and i know that sometimes it, it works for different people yeah. and different artists yeah. but for me i was just like i'm just gonna invest into uh, spotify and just yeah keep um, doing it so I'm the guy that has you know 18,000 followers on TikTok but yeah. I have 1.6 million monthly listeners on yeah. Spotify and that's just because I attend all my keep, attention to, keep to Spotify out yeah, every out, six yeah. weeks and then uh, Spotify's got great shit that you can use to find more listeners and mm -hmm. so I do Marquee and I do Spotify Discovery and yeah. that's been the game changer for me so luckily you know I can just like be natural on my yeah. Instagram and stuff I don't have to push because yeah. man shit I saw you the other night where, you know, you were marking, you were like, you know, fuck this shit when it comes to the shadow bands. And yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, I got enough fucking anxiety and shit in my life. Yeah. If I try to, I just can't take, you take it, yeah. you handle it well. Other people can handle it well. But for me, like, if I'm too focused on so yeah, many things. Yeah, it's just, it's like, I don't know, for me, it's like, it's cool if you can get a little extra push from the social media. Yeah. But like, don't get down if you can't, because like yeah. it, it's not a, you know what I mean. So, so you see stuff. people on there just get wrecked, you know. If yeah. everything is viral or it starts to give slow it, off, gotta or, give it time to grow. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, because I mean the people are there. You mm -hmm. know what I mean. You just gotta keep keep putting it out and keep pushing on, dude. You know, hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, dude, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Dude, thank it's you for having fun, me. dude. Do you um, have any crazy DMs? Yeah, you got any crazy DMs other than you met your wife through the DMs? <laughs> no, the, uh, my DMs are normally not crazy. Sometimes I get uh, random people that'll ask me to write like specific songs. Like I had a dude DM me the other day and asked me if I could write a song for him, and I said Sh like, "Sure, man. What are you looking for?" And he's like, "Could you write a song about?" Mother's Day, and if you don't like your mother, can you write a song about Father's Day? So I get some weird shit <laughs> like that, dude. Like, will you write songs about Do Mother's Day? Do I look Day? like I hate my mom or something? <laughs> yeah, dude, you know? like, He's like, well, if you, and if you don't like your mother, can you write Happy Father's Day? Yeah. So, so I get some weird shit like that. But. Yeah, there was like a big like scam going on on the internet. Like this guy would like DM somebody. Pay you to write a song or whatever. Yeah, and then they never pay you or something. Or. I think they like send the money and withdraw it and after you send it back or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I think it happened to McKinney or somebody one time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got I played a account. wedding. I played a wedding one time and uh, wrote a <laughs> wrote a song for the bride and groom. And I mean, it was terrible, but they paid me like a bunch of money to record it. And, like yeah. all this stuff. Fucking right. Sometimes, man, it, you can get some things to work out. And when it comes to music, it's not yeah. always having a fucking yeah. Sing covers. Yeah, we used to. Hey, did you ever play weddings? Oh fuck yeah! I, I still play weddings. Do you? Yeah, but like it, not as an artist. No, as an artist. Yeah, as an artist. See, I used to play them not as an artist. Oh, I mean, I've done that too. Like, I've done yeah. the wedding things. I yeah. pay out the ass. They pay better as an yeah, artist. Yeah, but it's like not. <laughs> Have you yeah. had to do one as an artist yet? Oh, no. No. <laughs> Dude, it would be amazing. I've had a couple of people ask, but they didn't, they couldn't pay the what I was asking for. 
Yeah, I just did one in L.A. They paid dumb money and set up in like a nice venue. Yeah. They only wanted to hear my set, which was yeah. awesome. And yeah. my manager. I think it'd be cool to go play a wedding and, you know, somebody want to hear Dick down in Dallas at their wedding. Why wouldn't you, you man? Know? Yeah, Romance. Yeah. It's a happy song. It's, you know, she comes back. My fifth yeah. wedding anniversary, I hope you can uh, play Dick Down in Dallas. Hell yeah. I'm down. I'm I'll down. play that fat ass chick. Yeah. I'm <laughs> hell, I, might, I, might be, I might be pretty cheap by then. Uh, you know, who knows? Hey, with 17 anchors, we can really crank it out there. You're fucking right, dude. I'll build a big old stage out there. Yeah. Me and McElwain to come down and help, help build it. What do you think, McElwain? Oh, what do you do uh, on your 17 acres? You hunt out there or what? No, I fish. I have a pond out there. You fish? Sweet, yeah, I love dude. To fish. I didn't know I, you, you loved to fucking fish. rip lips, man. I love to fish. Yeah, me too. That's I my, just, thing. my boat's in the shop right now. I'm getting all new electronics put on it. No shit. But I, I take off on Mondays, so if you ever want to go fishing. Dude, I would love to go fishing. We'll go out to Old Hickory and fuck I'm, them up. I'm not a, a hunter. I feed them fucking deer and I have people come out and yeah. shoot them. But yeah, I'm not a hunter either. I don't like getting up at that early sitting, i don't like sitting yeah. this down i will go to sleep i'm not gonna fucking yeah. drop anything yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah but i love the fish dude yeah. i'd love to go with you how big's your pond um it's uh it's not massive it's probably i don't know quarter quarter mile long yeah. and uh but i i stocked it with uh bluegill and bass and hell yeah all that, so it's it's fun as shit to, to fish in. It's kind of you have you a little fish fish fry out there. Oh yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. I got all. I'm getting all the electronics put on so I can go crappie fishing. This, oh dude, crappie's fucking delicious. You know, I like doing good, that. I, 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 I hate cleaning fish, but if I clean them and then freeze them and eat them later, that's usually by the time I clean them, I don't want to eat them. Yeah, you know. But if I freeze it, it's all good. Do you uh you ever had whiting? So like, yeah, you were eating whiting. Yeah. Yeah, that's good fish too. That's good that's stuff. Good crappies, my shit though. Um, if you could give a piece of advice to any singer songwriter upcoming, what would it be? Don't quit. Yeah. The minute you won't make it, the minute you quit, just keep, you keep doing. If it. you keep going after it, yeah. and if you can think of anything else, John Mayer said that too, and it's yeah. the truth. If you can think of something else to do other than singing, that you probably should do that. But if yeah. all you can think about is singing, then that's what you're supposed to do. That's right. So that's right. Do it and don't quit. Do it. Don't quit. That's right. Yeah, I'll never forget going home for Thanksgiving. You know, both my brothers are lawyers and shit, all that shit. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, Trey's still doing that music thing, and you know, now I'm doing real good. That's so, right. You know, that's right. It all worked out. Yeah, man. I mean, I think we all have those stories. Like my uh, daughter's mother, her parents. You know, when I was twenty, when I found out I was going to have a kid, and they all wanted me to get a, a real job and you know they were like you'll never make money at music or anything like that and of course there's cpas and stuff like that and they're probably still playing paying student loans yeah and legit. you're probably debt free yeah legit. you know what i mean yeah and like you know if you if you do it right and that's the other thing people don't understand like you don't have to be fucking massive to make a really good living at music yeah uh, they'll look at like the small stats and be like, Jesus, you know, point zero zero three one cents. That's all you make on a stream. But it's like, yeah, well, if you get a hundred million streams, multiply you, that, then, then you do okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, and you own the master, you're doing good. Yeah, you're doing good. Yeah, but yeah. people don't understand, you know. But fuck it, no. yeah. Good. I hope they keep not understanding. Yeah. I'm gonna keep trying to make money at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you still do you still get that? Though? I, I still have people. That are, oh, dude, you're not like you're not doing a real job. I'm like. 
I'm like, do you see like what we do? Yeah, 100%. Dude. I get it all the time. You know, it's like the minute if you meet somebody and you tell them what they do, I got to the point where like I wouldn't tell anybody what I do if I don't like know them. You know, even yeah. like if I'm on the road and they see me with a guitar, they're yeah. like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I work for a guy that plays music because <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to have the conversation. Yeah. You know, because it always leads Yeah, to that's that Trey shit. Lewis. He sings Stick Down Down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tall Trey, small Trey. Yeah. 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 There you go. There yeah. you go. No, I agree, man. I, um, uh, yeah, that ain't it. Well, dude, thanks for being on the podcast, brother. And uh, it's awesome to sit down with you, dude. Thanks for having me. Man. So you got you got a couple more singles coming out. Yeah, the record. You got a new one coming out at the end of the month of May. Uh, What's it called? A relapse. Cools it up for pre-save or anything? Uh, yeah. So cool. I don't know when this episode will be coming out. Well, uh, probably the end of June, if not well, after fuck. that. fuck. We'll be far yeah, away then. Will the record be out by then? That son bitch will be out, boy. Rock it. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, go get it. I'll probably be on my next single by, by the time it comes out. Okay. Too. Well, cool. Well, Sam Grove puts out music every six weeks, y'all. So um, go follow him. Go listen to his music. And, uh, you know, it's comment on the shit that you saw him on the dm monday podcast Thanks, so he doesn't feel like he wasted his time <laughs> i don't feel like it wasted I'm my kidding, time. Man. Dude, i'm surprised me and matt even fucking remember this thing because yeah i was playing around and he came up and was like hey do you want to be With on the rusty nail yeah he was like do you want to be on dm monday and yeah. i was like yeah and he was pretty mashed up Wayne <laughs> <laughs> gets mashed so, up so he i watched him put it in the calendar but dude i didn't even fucking save it i was like there's no fucking way yeah. he's not gonna remember yeah. shit so uh i was drawing muscle shoulders to do the right today and then he texted and was like hey bro you still good and i was like holy fuck like he i can't remember i can't yeah. believe he remembered it's yeah. happening so, so I told him on the elevator ride up, I was like, hey, I put that in Trey's calendar. So if it's in there, I was like, there's probably about 10 people that know about it. Yeah. It, it's happened. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, yeah. dude. Hell yeah. yeah. Thank y'all for watching the DM Monday podcast. Please rate, subscribe, and uh, we'll see y'all next time. All the songs the bank play, there they go cranking up yours. Brand